Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues. I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life. The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing. This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the show. This is the Mind Your Body podcast, episode number 10, setting yourself up for happy, healthy holidays. I can't believe we're at 10. I feel like this should be some anniversary episode or something. I know. That's crazy. It's like legit. Legit. We've we've committed to this for 10 episodes. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It really is. I'm having fun with this. I am too. Yeah. It's been cool. Yeah. So happy. Well, it'll probably be Thanksgiving by the time this comes out or the day before. I'm going to try to get it out as soon as I can. But, um, but yeah, so happy early Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy holidays in general. That's yeah. And we're going to talk to you today about making sure they're happy. Yes. And how you can kind of set up a whole like game plan and do things that honestly, even when I was reviewing this with Lisa earlier, I was like, I need to do this for this holiday season for myself because it's something that we could all utilize on our journeys every holiday season to ensure that we're actually kind of living in alignment with how we want to feel and be in our holidays. Mm-hmm. So let's just kind of dive right in. Yeah. I I think that um, so many of us have this image of how the holidays should go. And we sort of have amnesia from one year to the next mm-hmm. that it never goes how we wished it would or how we had this, you know, misty vision hallmark moment yep. in our mind. Yeah. But I think we always have this kind of belief that it will be different this year. But yeah. But then not, nothing about our mindset or <laughs> we're not how actually we're doing going anything into it is different, right? And so yeah. it's interesting how that happens. Yeah. I think another thing too is I think people expect for their holidays to kind of be perfect in a sense. Like yeah. they just there's think a lot of, of like pressure. the there's a ton of pressure, and like yeah. I think even the advertisements around totally. holidays are that it's this perfect thing. And so then you have your human experience of the holiday and you're like, this is so far from perfect. You know, that's, you, know? you just triggered something that I hadn't really thought about, which, you know, I guess depending on the age of who's listening to this, one of the things that's been kind of a real evolution for me is shifting my ideas of what the holidays should, in air quotes, be like mm-hmm. in different stages of life. So, yeah. You know, we have this idyllic vision of the holidays when our children are little, right? And so, you know, when my girls were little, of course, we did the whole thing. And I have spent 
all of the years, my girls are 16 and 20 now, and there are some intervening years in there where I kept trying to recreate that. Mm. Every single year, mm-hmm. really exhausting myself. Right. You know, getting up at 3 a.m. to fill their stockings and really just trying to recreate all of that same magic that existed when they were four and five. Right. And they weren't excited about it. They mm. they were exhausted yeah. by it. Yeah. Right. And so it was really me learning to let go and evolve as a family. You know, that yeah. so it's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that piece, but I'm still kind of catching up to that. You know, they want to sleep in on Christmas morning and I'm kind of sitting out there disappointed sometimes. And it's like <laughs> letting go of that, you know, how it has to be in order for it to be perfect and have the magic. Yes. Right? To be a little more relaxed and flexible. And yeah, that's yeah. been interesting. It's definitely, you know, the evolution of it as you develop. I mean, I know for my family, like we, I think there was a lot of pressure in the past around present giving and to the point where it was actually just stressful for people to give presents. And so we'll still give presents to little ones because we are, you know, trying to create that magic. But as adults, we've kind of just, you know, changed that's transformed in us into us really just wanting to spend time together, like the quality time and just being with each other versus it being about the gifts. And as somebody like, and personally it has been, I don't know, I've really appreciated that because I think that as a family, there is less resentment. There is less pressure and stress just by changing that one little thing that we're just not going to give gifts. And I know that I was talking about this with somebody the other day and they were just like, you're not getting gifts for your family. Like almost like, you know, this, this aghast look. Yeah. Like who would do that? And I, you know, it's just so interesting to see, you know, how and where we put meaning around the holidays, you know, what, what matters and what, you know, and being able to have those open and honest conversations with our family that we're not all clinging to how it's always been. So therefore it has to be that way or it's not right. Yes, or the it's tradition wrong, actually. Part, right? Like we've basically abandoned all of our traditions. So so we're kind of moving into some of our strategies. So let's kind of step back. We have a th- basically a three-step framework to think about how to set yourself up for happy healthy holidays to the degree that you've never experienced them before. Like really being conscious of how you want to feel during the holidays, mm-hmm. what are the boundaries and strategies to feel that way, mm-hmm. and how do you want to feel when you land on January 1st? Mm-hmm. How do you want to reflect back on the holidays and you know think about them and think about the year ahead? Right. And really, like, you know, when we say happy and healthy, it's not just, you know, physically, but like that inside out happiness, like you're feeling it emotionally as well, because I think that can be just as important during the holiday season. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, so, so we're starting out with, you know, step one is to get crystal clear on how you want to feel throughout the holiday season, not just on those, you know, important days themselves, Because this will help kind of guide your strategies, guide your choices. But one of the things that Jenny and I really feel strongly about is kind of one of the 
pieces of pre-work that is important Mm -hmm. is to be careful about your mindset around food, Mm -hmm. right? Would you agree that's kind of an important Yes. You know, thing to think about before. Before you go like, into it. You yeah. know, rather than thinking, okay, this is the year that I'm going to stay on the plan and I'm not going to indulge and, in, you know, maybe even try to lose weight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like basically the more restrictive of a mindset you go into the holidays, the more likely you are to feel disconnected with yourself, to not feel connected with others, to kind of throw in the towel when you make that quote unquote mistake and right. indulge in something and then, you know, indulge in things that maybe you wouldn't even have before that weren't even that special. And then you're much more likely to end up on January 1st, frantically searching for some extreme diet plan. Right. So right. ironically, the less restrictive and balanced you can go into the holidays, the more likely you are to feel amazing. Right. And I I would add to that, the other thing that I've heard people say before in the past is almost like this hedonistic, like I'm going to eat like in a Mm. way that is different, but in in a different sense, like I'm going to completely overeat and overindulge because January 1st is some magical date that I'm all of a sudden going to change things. And so I just encourage people to not, um, to not kind of get into that mindset that January 1st is some magical date to change how you're living either. Because I think that can also get people disconnected from the here and now and how they really want to feel and live and be in their bodies now because they're kind of saying, oh, I'm going to change things Mm -hmm. on this magical date. So whether you're being too restrictive or you're kind of in that, you know, kind of the screw everything mentality, for lack of a better um, way of saying that, like, you know, just don't either extreme is unhealthy to really just to be to be more like I hate to say this, but like normal. Like yeah. embrace the normal, mm-hmm. like average well, it, part what, of this what that right now. What requires is and you know, this is what you and I talk about all the time, is 365 days a year, we have to make sure that we are eating food that we absolutely love. Mm -hmm. Every meal needs to be foods that we look forward to, we feel satisfied by. It's not just fuel. Right. Right? So if you're eating in a way that you love, the holidays don't have this, we're not putting them on a pedestal because, oh, those are the days we actually get to eat food that's good. That's where you get that cheating mindset. You think of cheat meals or cheat months as the case may be with the holidays only when you view your current way of eating as punishment. Right. 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 Or if you see like, you know, I used to be in this mindset, like Thanksgiving food, like I can only have it on Thanksgiving. Like for some reason in my head, like I thought like that turkey and the cranberry sauce and the apple pie, like that was, that was only on Thanksgiving. So I better like have all of it. But what I didn't, And I know it sounds so trivial, but what I didn't realize is I can have a Thanksgiving meal in the middle of July if I want to, you know what I mean? But I didn't connect those Mm -hmm. dots. And so it felt like, oh my gosh, this feast kind of mentality Mm -hmm. around the holidays because I would think, oh, I can only have these holiday foods. And what's funny is if that worked out for us and we felt amazing, we wouldn't be talking about this. Right. 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 (laughs) If that strategy was 
oh my gosh, that worked beautifully. And oh my gosh, I got through the holidays and I landed on January 1st. I felt so proud and healthy and amazing and balanced. Amen. Yeah, do right? it. <laughs> but I would, you know, invite everyone to ask themselves how is any of these either restrictive or bingy approaches, how has that worked? Right. Right. You know, like let's quit running plays that don't work. Right? Exactly. So, so, so again, so step one, and this is where, you know, we will invite you to make your own list. Um, we've got some ideas laid out. You need to really think about how you want to feel in the holidays, you know, again, throughout the holiday season. And, you know, I'll share some and, and Jenny can share some of her ideas, mm-hmm. things like, I want to feel healthy. Like I want my digestion to be good. I don't want to feel inflamed. I don't want to feel bloated. You know, those that's, we don't feel in the moment in that way. I'd like to feel in control of my choices. I don't want to feel like food has more power than I do. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel rested. I want to enjoy some special foods without feeling stuffed or out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, that healthy balance. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I want to feel connected to the people in my life that I genuinely care about. I mean, even, you know, even if you feel like your food, you're not as worried about the food stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, for me, I was like, that resonated. That mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I can get so stressed out about so many different things Mm -hmm. and I want to feel connection. I want to feel like I'm present. I'm really Mm -hmm. there. Like Um, you're actually talking to people sitting next to you. Yes. And really taking it in versus, you know, thinking about different things that are stressing me out or how they're feeling or, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many different things that we can kind of get wrapped up in. Um, You know, wanting to feel in alignment with your long-term health goals and even like showing up as like, I think, you know, and this is a really tricky thing for all of us is that we can be, especially if you've moved away from your family, you can be one person around like all your friends and then all the people in your daily lives. But then the moment that you step back into that environment with all your family, yeah, you shrink (laughs) and it's like all of a sudden, like you've lost some of those parts of yourself and you change who you are and it's, you know, sometimes you look back and you're like, oh, that wasn't really mm-hmm. who I who I feel that I am, you know, all those other days of the year. Mm-hmm. And so just to kind of make sure that you're not losing yourself in yeah. a sense and holding yeah. on to that part of you when you're around your family. And I think that's something that we all struggle with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's that's been something that I work on with my family is just showing up more as myself more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. And yeah, and so that's been part of my journey too. Um, and feeling a part of the festivities rather than like the person who does all of the work. And I hear this a lot from like moms and I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm I am sure you can relate just yeah. <laughs> knowing your knowing your history because yeah. you have the, such a giving heart. And that's the thing is that I've seen with all these um, moms is that they have this giving heart. And they don't realize like they're just giving, giving to everybody else and mm-hmm. um, not fueling themselves in any way. Mm-hmm. And they're exhausted mm-hmm. around the holidays and unable to give in the ways that maybe matter more in some oh, instances. 100%. I mean, that's, you know, this is really something that has been an evolution for me and will continue to be is that I would be the magic maker. Yeah. And I, the self-appointed magic maker, let's be clear. Nobody was putting that role on me. Yeah. You know, I assumed that 
I wanted to make sure everything was perfect. And so I'm feeling stressed out, strung out, a little bit resentful, yeah. even though no one's asking me, right? And probably even noticing all the details. And so since I, the last few years, I've really consciously relaxed around a lot of this and asked for help. Yes. So again, we're going to get into step two about kind of the action plan if this is something. So again, we're giving you examples of how you might want to think about how you want to feel during the holidays, but you need to come up with your own list based on things that may not have felt great for you mm-hmm. during the holidays. So this isn't going to look the same for everyone, but we, you know, just kind of figuring out, you know, what, you know, what would make me really be able to experience the holidays in a meaningful way. Yeah. Which that's what it's supposed to be about, right? I mean, it's just, I think getting clear on how we want to feel is going to guide our ability to set boundaries, our ability to um, protect our time a little bit. So should we go into like the action? So yeah. So step two is, is going to be creating an action plan to ensure you feel how you want. So to ensure that you feel the way that we just talked about you, like, you know, kind of thinking about how I want to feel to ensure you feel that way during the holidays. Um, really thinking about how you can do that and make some changes in, in kind of how you're showing up in different ways. And so the first part of that is protecting your time and energy. I mean, I think that directly relates to what you were just, just describing. Um, it's important that you do schedule in downtime I think it's easy for people to see the holidays and think, oh, I have to do all of these things. I have like a laundry list of things to do the moment that they get time off. And I'm like, this is time for rest too. Mm -hmm. So really building in that time for rest um, and also delegating to other people, really not taking on that role, like you said, of just assuming that it has to be yours. Like I was, I was actually talking with a family the other day and um, usually the women, and I'm, I'm not trying to make this about gender, but they were talking about how the women always do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of put it out there. I was like, you know, what are the men doing during this time? Could they help? Like, I mean, would it be something maybe they could enjoy too? Because it wasn't like a gender specific activity. Um, and it just was kind of this novel thing for them that they had oh, yeah. never even considered yeah. delegating to some of the other family members. And oh, the I, male it, family members, that is and just so, so interesting how so, we think yeah. we're so evolved as a society. <laughs> and you look at who's watching football on the couch after getting plenty of rest. Oh my gosh, <laughs> or out playing. They're doing. But the here's yard. the thing: they're doing it like they're doing it so well in a way. Like it's almost admirable that they're able to be like, "Yeah, I'm not getting into that." I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't be helping in some way yeah. or whatever, but like in a sense, it's like. There's something we can learn from that and well, being able to and, rest and it's too, what, you it's know. what you were saying before we started recording is being willing to look at the holidays in a different way than yeah. we have before. I think that we have set up certain dynamics that now we think it's too late to ever change them, that they're sort of set in stone. Right. Okay, we may not feel great about them, but there's literally nothing we can do about them. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of unpacking that a little bit without being aggressive and causing chaos, but sort of questioning, does it have to be this way? Right. Could we make some shifts? Do we have to make 
all of these different traditional foods or could we maybe like expedite the process and getting picking some stuff up and like ordering some pizza that like is so you know that is a perfect example yep that's so, I love that yeah so there's there's asking for help and not being a martyr I think we kind of just covered that mm-hmm. um and you know I think also making sure that you're you're doing your normal activities that you do to take care of yourself, like exercise. Um, it doesn't have to look like your normal exercise, but maybe if you do work out, you know, five days a week, go for a walk, mm-hmm. you know, that morning or even after you guys have your food on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get, do some action, be active. I, I love that one because I think that we forget that movement actually creates energy. We mm. think we don't have the energy to exercise and we forget, well, that's how we build energy. Right. Right. And right. we also burn off some of the stress chemicals, yes. you know? Yes. So I know for myself, like in the morning on Thanksgiving and on Christmas, I am, you know, responsible for a lot of it and that's my choice. So yeah, it's not like I'm going to the gym, but I will get a body weight workout in mm-hmm. because it it makes me feel good. Not because I'm trying to burn calories in advance. That has nothing to do with that. Right. It's just, I know that I will feel a lot more relaxed and, you know, in touch with my body and that kind of thing. So yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, a lot of people have questions about, how to, you know, keep their nutrition, like you said, pretty similar, you know, to what we're doing so that there's not a lot of variability, you know, over the holidays, even though we are bringing in, you know, some special things, Mm -hmm. making sure that in general, our meals throughout the holiday season are like we would normally eat, which is hopefully having, you know, lots of vegetables, some good protein with every meal. Mm-hmm. Like let's protect that blood sugar mm-hmm. and make sure that we are not on that roller coaster, which is going to deplete our energy, make us moody, make us much more vulnerable to cravings and kind of the nonsense that may not be worth it to mm-hmm. us in terms of indulgences. Right. So it's kind of, you know, it really is kind of a safety net. And even on the holidays, making sure that you're having a really good breakfast and not, you know, if you're planning to starve yourself up until the Thanksgiving meal, you are so much more likely to overeat, overstuff yourself and not feel good. Yep. And that's the whole point is to feel good, right? Been there, done that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if you do have some food sensitivities, consider mm. making some healthier versions of traditional favorites. Yes. Right? Using alternative flowers. And one of the things that, you know, Jenny and I have noticed is that some of these alternative recipes, whether they're paleo or gluten-free or whatever, honestly, they taste better. Yeah. They're higher quality they food. They are genuinely like higher quality foods and yeah. it's like the textures and the flavors and everything else. It's actually better. Yeah, in my it opinion. really is. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's definitely an option. There's some really good recipes out there. And I, I just say like, you know, I know that in my family, sometimes it was a little tricky because we have a few people who are gluten-free, mm-hmm. but the more that you introduce those foods, yeah, like it just, I don't know, it's become more of a, a thing over a time. A normal thing yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think it's important to kind of decide in advance that it's not worth it to eat foods that I'm sensitive to. 
Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, don't you just, it's the special occasion. It's like, yeah, it is special and I don't want to feel like garbage. Right. Which I will because I know my body. So kind of depending on your situation, deciding in advance, can I make a version of this traditional favorite that isn't going to cause GI issues or give me a migraine right? or an autoimmune flare. Or a food coma even, because I'm thinking of like, you know, if you're really wanting to connect with people and be present, right? it's really hard to do that when you're not feeling good. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. I mean, I've spent so many holidays feeling miserable, Mm -hmm. you know, because of, yeah, just in the, I didn't have a plan. So... The, the last one in terms of the nutrition safety net that I think is extremely impactful is kind of creating an alcohol budget for yourself, whether it's a per event or per day, you know, like on Thanksgiving or on Christmas, how much you're going to have that day or per the week. If you've got a lot of office parties or kind of communal events that you're going to be going to, you want to be smart. And conscious, you know, you're not going to feel good. That's going to drive choices that maybe aren't going to make you feel great. Right. And enjoy the holidays. Like, that's the point. Right. 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 And so in this way, if you have a little bit of structure and plan, then it's kind of having your cake and eating it too. It's not like not having any. Right. But you're just being being judicious about it. Yeah. Yeah, Just Just being... Yeah, being mindful. That's what kind of this the point of all of this exercise is self-awareness, feeling in control of our choices, feeling peaceful, feeling calm, slowing down a little bit and making conscious choices versus getting into that frenzied I just I can't eat healthy. It's the holidays. Oh my gosh, there's too much going on and kind of manufacturing chaos a little bit. Right. And right. If that, again, if that felt good, that would be awesome, mm-hmm. but it just, but it doesn't, it doesn't, not, it doesn't. not for most people, I nope. would argue. So, nope. Yeah. The next part that we want to discuss is avoiding unnecessary stress. Kind of like along those lines, you know, the created chaos, avoiding unnecessary stress. And one of the ways that, um, you know, the first thing that I think about is, you know, cause you're just talking about if you have all these different events is really being honest about what events do I really want to go to and prioritize um, and not maybe going to three different families Thanksgivings in one in one day like that's just a lot of stress for any person or any family and so I mean just getting really honest about that and learning how to calmly say no to people when they ask or is there another day? Or is there another day, right? Because it's, I think, you know, usually when people are inviting you over, it's because they like you and they want to spend Hopefully. time with you. Hopefully. And, you know, it's something along yeah. those lines. And so I think, you know, if you're able to say, I'm so grateful for your, like, offer. However, you know, we're already, we already have plans, but I would love to spend time with you another day or another week. Let's do it. Let's do another dinner. Let's do another kind of fun thing together. It doesn't, I mean... It doesn't have to be it's not black or white, right? right? Like that's just a strategy of of connection with people. But right. you know, you can connect with people on mm-hmm. different days mm-hmm. as well. And so, right. really, just kind of, you know, if that is part of your stress during the holidays, um, knowing that you get to say no 
and that it's okay. And maybe it's just saying no to one person this year and maybe next year you'll do a little bit more, but learning to advocate for yourself and your time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe being willing to a little further in advance to talk about, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, yes, I'll go when you invited me or no, I won't go. But is there a third or fourth or fifth option? Right. You know, can we get together on Friday or on Saturday? Can we do a little potluck of leftovers? Right. Right. Let's, I think we just think in these binary choices and oftentimes there's so many other solutions and we forget to kind of look in those middle grounds that, yeah, the the goal is to connect to the people that we care about, not just to set these stringent boundaries, but to have it be a win for everybody and a meaningful holiday season. So absolutely. And I mean, yeah, celebrating Thanksgiving on a different day is totally okay. Like we could be thankful more than one day. Uh, I think it's only that day of the year. Only that one. Too funny. (laughs) But no, I mean, I think, and we're laughing because we've, we've also personally been in these traps as well in one way or another. And so we understand what it's like to be in that mindset before where we thought it was only one choice or another. And so just expanding your beliefs and like ideas, getting creative about problem solving. Yeah. Problem solving. Just that. So, yeah. So Let's talk a little bit more about avoiding unnecessary so, stress. So this is just, this is going to sound like a silly one, but this is one that can really impact your holiday season is deciding in advance that you're not going to load your countertops down with goodies, right? Mm-hmm. You come home from the cookie exchange, you come home from the office party gift exchange, mm-hmm. and you've got this tower of truffles, right? You know, then you've got a cake, then you've got rolls, on the counter. Well, we know that the food that is out and immediately available is the food that we are likely to eat. Yep. And if we're not wanting to eat it, then we have to use up our valuable, precious willpower. Yes. Like, why would we do that to ourselves? So yeah. it sounds like a small thing, but don't load your countertops down with goodies. Right. That you're not going to feel great about grabbing for breakfast because that's what your hand is going to go to because yep. our brain likes dopamine. Yes, and any of us are easily like drawn to that environment for sure. So it's just a little gift that you can give yourself. It's not that you can't have any of those things, but maybe don't just put them, you know, front and center. Right. And you can also, I mean, you can give them away. You can even, I know, I know it sounds like kind of a, well, again, I, I think for myself, it was like a oh, blasphemy when I was first thinking mm-hmm. about it, but you can actually throw things away yeah. too. Like, yeah. because I think I, I also used to feel like if I have something, I have to eat it all or it's wasted or, right. you know, but if free it's a food. Free isn't free. We need to be, care- yeah, be real free mindful. Is not free free so, is not free. So it's really okay for you to throw away yeah. things if it's I just mean, not okay, an alignment. So here's the irony, Jenny. Think about this. Okay, so you felt, say you feel that way mm-hmm. over the holidays, and so you eat these store bought iced cookies mm-hmm. because they're here, right? They're, here. they're from the grocery store. Right. Not special, but they were there and you don't want to waste them. Right. But then you're the same person who on January 1st, you go spend hundreds of dollars on some detox, shake, yeah. detox, <laughs> diet plan. Right? I have literally I seen mean, people do that. Yep. I've done it. Yeah. So there's, yeah. And those cookies is, were maybe like 
two dollars three yeah yeah no, anyway like on a scale that's of trivial. one to ten of special <laughs> they're like a point three <laughs> yeah so this is where I mean I honestly it's it's obvious when we point it out but I know for me this stuff was not obvious for so long and it's like oh my gosh it's so liberating when you realize I don't have to have that stuff tormenting me right I don't have to eat it I don't have to yeah it's pretty yeah it we can make it a lot easier on ourselves so absolutely um the last part of this is don't let other people's personalities and quirks trigger you which I say like begrudgingly because that is such a hard thing to do but it's also such an empowering thing to realize that you know other people's crazy is not your crazy it's not yours to own unless we let it unless we let it and to realize that you know, it's not our responsibility to fix anybody's crazy. It's not our responsibility to make sure they're happy. Um, if they're upset at us, it's actually okay and maybe not a reflection of who we are. Like, I think there's all these different things that, I mean, it's easy to say, but when we're in the, the moment, it is so hard because, I mean, I know for myself, I was a people pleaser for so long and sometimes that tendency will come out here and again, you know, in different situations, but it's been so important in my own process and journey to not take on other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying though, is that we should try to teach people about the right political beliefs over the holidays, (laughs) right? How about we... That's a good time for that, right? I think it's going to be really, actually, that's great. I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, This, it's going to be especially important that if you are very, like you do hold strong beliefs that you know, you're going to get triggered on like to just you know in the forefront of that be like all right I am not going to discuss this issue let's just take it off the table and talk about all the other cool things that we can talk about that is so smart so smart yeah I mean whether it's politics religion your weight I mean I know how many people talk about how their families will comment on their weight and diets and how Mm -hmm. triggering that can be for Mm -hmm. you know for eating disorders or even if you just maybe have disordered eating in your past where you're just like Let's not talk about food and weight and all that stuff. You know, it's just just being able to advocate for yourself in that way. And if you have to walk away for a little bit because people aren't respecting that, like, you know, you do it. And I think this is a great opportunity for us to practice what we talk about all the time, which is owning that space between stimulus and response. Mm -hmm. That, okay, I, somebody, I always use the cuts me off in traffic analogy, but it could be crazy uncle Harry making some racist joke. Right. Right. I can't fix crazy uncle Harry. I see him once a year. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not taking that on. So, okay. I can totally allow myself to be triggered, get all of my stress hormones. You know, they've left the station. Now I'm freaking out. I'm not enjoying my day or I can literally just not doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. not doing it. You can excuse yourself, go start a conversation about something else, go do some dishes, whatever. But we get to decide yeah. whether to be triggered or not. And I, it takes practice. You're right. It's, it's a lot easier said than done. But if you practice it, it's actually pretty awesome. And you get to look back and not feel embarrassed about that time that you freaked out about a woman's issue, not talking about anybody but myself but I totally did that one Thanksgiving and like I mean it wasn't even with my own family it was super embarrassing looking back but just to like realize like 
you know, we all have our triggers. And um, when I looked back on that event, I was able to say like to myself, like, well, not only to have a little bit of grace with myself, because obviously I was very passionate about that issue for a reason, but to realize that me getting upset about it didn't actually help in any way. It didn't change anyone's mind. It didn't change anybody. And it wasn't my responsibility to do that. And I guess in that moment, you know, obviously I didn't realize that, but you know, well, looking back, it was yeah. it's, a, it's a learning moment for me where I'm like, yes. you know, even if you do feel passionately about something, and I think it's it's awesome that people have passions, to realize that, like, you getting triggered on it or, like, reacting or wanting to change how somebody else feels about that doesn't really help. Yeah, it's not useful. And, and all of this goes back to why are we talking about this? Because what we're doing is we're getting in front of how do I want to feel during the holidays? Yep. I want to feel calm, connected with the people I care about, peaceful. Yeah. I don't want to feel out of control of I have no idea what topic is going to come up right. and how, who knows how I'm going to react. Who knows what I'm going to eat? Who knows, you know, <laughs> what I'm going to say yes to, yeah. right? Well, you are going to know because you're going to make a plan. Yep. That's why we're talking about it. Yes, it just feels so good to get in front of these things. And yeah, think about the relatives that you are going to spend time with. And if they're, you think it's potentially tricky, then what you said, get in front of some of those topics and say, you know, and you can use humor. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be this big, you know, proclamation, but hey, just for the record, everybody, you know, politics are off the table. Not a topic. It's not part of our buffet today. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. We want to be able to digest our food and not throw it. Right. So. Absolutely. So the next part of this is slowing down and owning your choices. And then <laughs> I'm laughing because we're, we're looking at a sheet right now. It says hashtag adulting, which. Yeah. Yeah. That's is, tricky for all of us. This is a new path for a lot of us to mm-hmm. actually own our choices. Yes. And to realize that we are making choices, whether our holidays are stressful or not, is our choice. Amen. Mm-hmm. That, let that sink in. Yeah. Like, seriously, that deserves like a bold and exclamation point. Yep. We get to decide, you know, whether our holidays are going to feel frenetic and chaotic and we overspent and we're strung out and we don't feel good and our pants don't fit. That may not feel like a choice because we've just raced right through it. Slow down mm-hmm. and own it because we get to decide. Yes, if you want to eat the thing, if you want to say yes to the thing, amen. Yeah. But own it. And I will tell you that I usually will indulge in my sister's gluten-free apple pie. And it is it tastes a lot better when I slow down. <laughs> like somehow what? something about that. Like and I know that sounds I mean, I'm not trying to be punitive. I'm I'm really genuinely like it just tastes so much better when I'm able to like just breathe through it and enjoy it and have conversation in between each bite. You know, not because I'm trying to like, you know, do that, but just because I'm actually conscious of what I'm doing mm-hmm. and like making a choice and how much freer that feels than for me, my my own personal struggles with Thanksgivings in the past where it was so stressful and so different. I would have something in front of my face and the next minute I was like, where did that piece of pie go? Well, I mean, that comes from that restrictive mindset. If you think this is my last rodeo, this is the one big shebang. 
I'm going to get to eat this stuff, boy, it's going down the hatch. Yep. As much as possible, as fast as possible before my brain can stop me. Yep. And I think, you know, again, reminding ourselves that we can have these foods any time of the year if we really want to. We can, I can figure out that recipe and make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's always next year. Like, I mean, I know it sounds, I mean, not that I won't have apple pie until the next year or anything, but just to remember that it's not just this one day that we can have these foods that we really do. Mm -hmm. We have a choice of indulging in these foods whenever we'd like. Yeah. No, I think that's absolutely huge. And it really is, you know, I think every podcast we've talked about developing Mm self-awareness, listening to our body, you know, asking ourselves some questions, you know, before I go back for seconds, can I make a peaceful decision? If I put my fork down now, would I feel pleasantly full but not overstuffed? Right. Right? It's staying on our own team, staying with ourselves. And again, I think sometimes we do go back for seconds and go back for more because we're in that place of, but after the holidays, then I don't get anything good ever again. I've got to get it while I can. And so, yeah, just relaxing about it, knowing that you can have more food. There will probably be leftovers tomorrow. Yep. And you will actually feel good. Yep. And it's it's just really a gift to to slow down. You know, that's, you know, again, kind of owning that pause and, you know, assessing how special something is. Like if there's a dessert, obviously we're not doing this out loud, like rating somebody's desserts on a scale of one to 10. But in our mind, it's like, gosh, you know, this is a cupcake with special icing, but I don't, you know, maybe you bite into something and it's not as worth it as you thought it would be. You know, we're not making a show of it, but we don't have to feel compelled to eat the whole thing. Yeah. I think that's another mindset shift. Right. Of we the think not one, wasting Yes. Food. Once we took yeah. one bite that even if it's this dry cupcake, it looked fun, <laughs> but it's not good. Yeah. You don't have to eat it all. Nobody's yeah. looking at everything bite that we're taking. <laughs> I just think of like the family members who like you're trying to eat something that they made or maybe they oversalted it or something happened you're in the mix and you're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing someone just trying to eat it and how much yeah. like it's, it's kind of silly human nature that we try to do that just to like not hurt feelings or right. because we feel like we can't waste things, but yeah, it's really okay to say, to say no to a food you don't enjoy. Right. And yeah. And to listen to your body. Yeah. If you're stuffed. I mean, honor that. Like, it really isn't nourishing to make ourselves sick. Like, right. that's not a gift. We think of it in advance. We think, oh, but this is fun. Is it, though? Yeah. Is that fun? If it's, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. It, if it's, hmm. I, I always just come back to the, like, how do I want to be and feel? Mm-hmm. And usually it's not. My Thanksgiving stuffed, quote, unquote, I have air quotes happening right now, self isn't in alignment with the self that I really want to be during Thanksgiving. So it's like, you know, I have to be really clear about, you know, if I feel really bloated and tired and all the things that naturally happen when you overstuff yourself, you know, I'm not also going to be able to be present and feel um, connected with people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. It's just not a nourishing self 
care approach. We think it is. I don't know. We build it up in our mind that that's a fun activity, that stuffing ourselves into a food coma is a great time. If it feels like a great time, again, do you. Like, that's awesome. Right. But if you're if still able to be connected and right. like exactly. do all those things. That's I, all we're saying is like, well, let's get clear on what <laughs> actually works for us versus making the same mistakes over and over every single year. And we think, oh, this year, this is going to work great. Yes. <laughs> you know? like that, and this the will be the year. That you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just an, an interesting thing. So. And that goes directly into our last step, which is deciding how you want to feel after the holidays. So not only are we wanting to get clear about how do I want to feel during, but how do I want to feel after as I look back and I say, hmm, how was my Thanksgiving? How did, how was Christmas this year? How was the whole holiday season? Yeah. Or I even think of like the, you you know, we call it like the holiday hangover. It's like, you know, not waking up the next day and feeling like, completely exhausted and overwhelmed and there you there you're back into work the Mm -hmm. next day and you're totally depleted yeah yeah I mean if we can kind of front load and and really imagine how we'd like to feel in January I know how I used to feel which is kind of what you were alluding to Mm -hmm. I felt disappointed I felt overwhelmed at now all the hole that I had to dig myself out of I was tired. I'd probably overspent. Yeah. Now I had a bunch of clutter in my house because I'd bought my kids way too much stuff they didn't need mm-hmm. now that I have to organize it, right? So just overwhelmed, not feeling physically healthy. And then that's what drives us to, you know, that's why the gyms are overloaded in January. Everybody's trying to go on a new diet is because we weren't thinking ahead. Like, how do I want to feel to start out this new year? Right. You know, how I feel nowadays and how I love feeling is I just feel calm. Yes. You know, I just feel like, okay, that's cool. And every year I'm iterating. I'm getting better at the healthy boundaries that you always talk about. You know, I am. I'm I'm learning every year and kind of improving and really getting clear on, on what I want. But, you know, do you want to look back and... And think, I was honest with myself about my choices. I didn't make excuses or rationalize indulging in something. Like, we don't have to make excuses. We get to, we're adults, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, did I make conscious choices versus pretending that I was at the mercy of everyone else's, you know... Beliefs about me and what they wanted. And and their scheduling and what they presented to eat. I mean, you know, that's... That's a pretty neat feeling when you stayed in alignment. Yep, it's very liberating once you it realize. It is liberating. You don't have it does. It do sounds that. terrifying to get honest <laughs> with yourself. It does. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really scary, but you don't have to. That doesn't mean you can't have the thing. Mm-hmm. It just means you can't be mystified when you have all the things, and then what is this? I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. just owning the whole experience, really. Just, yeah, just learning. Yeah. Just learning. Getting yeah. curious about that part of you that you wanted one thing, but then you did another. Right. Right? What is what is that about? Instead of it being about shame, yes. it's a learning experience. Yeah, I mean, every, yep. every single year I learn a little bit, especially, you know, that, that phrase, if you think you're enlightened, go 
go spend time with your family. Oh, interesting. You know, and I, I, yeah. I mean, we can all probably say, oh, we love our families. And I, I mean, I do love my family, but yeah, there is, mm-hmm. there is stuff that all of a sudden I'm like, I thought I was this enlightened person. And then I go hang out with my family and I lose some parts of myself mm-hmm. sometimes. And I, I get to reflect on that and, right. and grow. And I feel like every year I've been able to be more and more of myself. And it's felt like such a yeah. gift, like to myself. Mm-hmm. And I think to my family too, because they're really getting to know me. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. think before they were getting to know the people pleaser me, but now like they know me. Yeah. And I feel more of a sense of belonging because of that. Yeah. You have a deeper connection for sure. And that's, yeah. that's really the goal for our life in general, not just the holidays is that we are learning. Why do I do what I do? And is that what I want to continue doing? Right. Right. We're iterating and you know, growing and making our lives continually kind of upgrading. And that's amazing. But if we, like you say, if we just feel ashamed of our choices, shove it in the lockbox, we don't want to look at it because it just feels disappointing, Mm -hmm. then we're never going to do anything different. We're going to keep on cycling through that. Exactly. If we can just get curious and then maybe think, huh, well, that didn't work as well. Maybe I'll do it a little bit differently. And this is our opportunity to go into this holiday season having the experience that we genuinely, that, that aligns with our values, mm-hmm. that we genuinely want to have, yep. that we're doing the things that have meaning, that make the holidays special and unique. It is a magical time. It can be a magical time unless we, you know, let ourselves get overwhelmed and just blow through the pause and make choices that don't align with how we want to feel. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And, and we're not always going to get it right. I mean, even with this plan, you know, we're probably going to be tired, maybe have an extra glass of wine, maybe say yes to something that we kind of wish we hadn't. But again, maybe this is a template that we use in the years ahead and we just continue to kind of refine and, you know, Build that awareness yeah. and reflection. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. And and how how fun is that for everyone around us? Because like you said, we will show up in a different way. Mm-hmm. If we're not exhausted and overwhelmed and stressed and resentful. Yep. That we're, you know, that yeah, you're not in a good place to connect with people mm-hmm. when you've let things get out of your control. I mean, we just have to acknowledge that all of this is in our control, but it may mean having some slightly uncomfortable conversations. Yep. And that's yep. okay. I know that right? I definitely had a few and like, luckily I, I feel like I've, I'm blessed to be in a family that in some ways is like, you know, they've worked on their own things too, that, you know, I've been able to set those boundaries without too much resistance. That's Amazing. Um, but I will say, I mean, you know, when you do that, it is, it's going to be like, whoa, okay. All right. That's not my favorite way. Yeah. <laughs> or right? like, you know, people are going to be learning about you. And so it may be a little bit different for them, but I've, I've just found that the more that I show up as myself, I feel like the more that other people feel like they can also do the same. So you're giving oh, yeah. that gift to others too. There's also a deepening respect. Yes. I mean, there is no doubt that I have more respect for people that establish and reinforce healthy boundaries. And healthy boundaries don't cost other people anything, right? 
this isn't about rejection. I think that's how we kind of think about boundaries. Yeah, like you is, were saying, yeah. You know, but it that's not what it's about. No. And you know, people who don't have totally leaky boundaries, they're kind of doormatish, people pleasers. I think if we're honest, we probably don't have as deep of a respect, you know, for them and I think our relationships can grow. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, we grow up or we show up in a in a totally more authentic way. Yeah. You know, and that's a beautiful thing. So, so we are going to really invite you to go through these steps. Step one, get crystal clear on how you want to feel during this holiday season, right? And maybe how you don't want to feel, right? Things that you might want to avoid. Mm -hmm. And then your step two is really create an action plan, You know, maybe you are going to have some conversations with people about your holiday schedule, or maybe you are going to ask for help or have a potluck instead of doing a dinner all by yourself. You know, how are you going to set up, you know, protect your exercise, protect your sleep, set an alcohol budget, Mm -hmm. right? Protect your boundaries, slow down, own your choices, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. You know, set boundaries with other people if they're saying things that are triggering or bothersome to you, say something, you know, or leave that conversation and do it in a way that's calm and respectful. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That you're going to look back on and feel good about. Right. I mean, the goal I haven't always is done that, so. to get to January 1st and feel calm first and foremost. Yeah. Not frenetic. Yep. Not like you have to do some extreme thing, whether it's dig yourself out of a, you know, credit card debt or do a detox, like you were saying, or go on a diet, you know, hopefully you want to feel calm. Yeah. And more like just yourself. Like yourself. And, and like you stayed with yourself mm-hmm. through the holidays, that you didn't abandon yourself and cave to everyone else's priorities mm-hmm. and, and needs. And, and that's a beautiful thing. That really is. I mean, this really is kind of our early holiday gift to you and it's your gift to yourself and to your family and the people that you're going to be showing up for. Yep. So that's a beautiful thing. So let us know if this is helpful. Mm-hmm. Give us feedback. Um, let us know, kind of, let us know what you guys are desiring to feel, you know, before, during, after the holidays. I mean, I'd be curious if you have any different items on your list that we can kind of learn from you about. Yeah, for and sure. So, or things yeah. that have been challenging in the past that maybe weren't even on our radar. Yeah. So So we really appreciate your feedback. And, and so thank you to those who have given feedback because it's been really cool to interact with you. Absolutely. Yep. Well, enjoy your holidays and um, go make whatever magic is meaningful to you.